0: Hi, this is Dr. Mark Sell for the podcast, Therapy for the Heart, and this is episode number 77, and I'm going to talk about how intensive parental arguing can lead to brain damage in children. In most of my talks, podcasts, or psychotherapy videos, I've referred to the consequences of parents arguing in front of their children. It's never good. It's going to happen because parents are human, and they're going to talk, and in front of their children and the most you can do is control that impulse because it's always scary for children to hear arguments especially very young children they really don't know what's going on they can perceive that there's a torment between the two two adults that are, they're supposed to be in care of them and hostility uh, but then sometimes desertion often parents when they have a, a fight might slam the door and walk out one of them And uh, so the child can feel, oh, my God, you know, uh, my parents are not going to stay together. It's a terrifying feeling that the parents are going to split up because there's something. And also they'll blame themselves. They quickly will blame themselves because, oh, it must be something that I didn't do properly or right. And it's all my fault. And that's where children go. It's my fault. I did something bad. I didn't pick up my room like I was told them to eat my, all my food, whatever. They'll find a reason to recourse to blame themselves. So although I've been talking a lot about this and referring to it, I found an article in um, the Journal of Personal and Social Relationships. It's March 2018. And this article puts a different light On what I've been thinking and many people have been thinking it's not just myself it's just more of an emphasis and in that article they found that severe conflict that persists uh, between parents can cause lasting damage it's a disruption to the early development of the child and again the same reasons as child child blames itself it's terrified that the parents are going to split up they don't understand what's happening so in addition to affecting the brain, there's also resultant result in depression in children, anxiety, conduct disorders, acting out because they don't understand what's happening. So to get them some attention in a different way, they might get into trouble. All sorts of things will happen with children if they're observing this uh, conflict. And it's very scary for them. They can become very depressed or withdrawn and often they might not be able to say anything about it because they're afraid of their parents' response if they're criticizing their parents. Children who are shy are more vulnerable. They will have trouble identifying neutral interactions. The incidence of divorce has been on the rise since 2009. People may think that staying together is better for the children, but the research shows that arguments tend to be more damaging than breakups. Children can be impossible if you have an inconsolable child and that child cannot give you any peace because it continues to wake up and cry all times of the night. It's very stressful for parents, very hard to cope with. A famous psychoanalyst uh, wrote a paper about all the reasons to hate children And that that was written because there are many reasons why you're going to feel hate towards your child. It's a very difficult, burdensome chore. He wrote that to relieve the guilt parents will have in raising children because of how they feel towards their children. So he wrote it because he's he's trying to say this is human to feel this way. And that was very relieving for most parents, I think, and therapists who read that article to help their patients feel less guilty. So... Feeling is not something to be hateful of yourself about. Feeling hate, it's what you do with those feelings. So if you act them out, if you castigate your child or um, scream at them, curse at them, call them names, in the worst case scenario, which often parents will do, hit them, beat them, it's all right to feel things but not to act out on them. That'll have severe consequences for your children, and then they will become like you, and you don't want that to happen. You want to be a better parent than your uh, your parents were to you. So it's all about feeling things is fine, but don't act out of them. So that was a great article because he did give permission to parents to, to feel whatever you're feeling and say it's justifiable because children are very hard to take care of, and they can be very difficult, but... Not acting out is very important. By acting out, I mean putting your thoughts and feelings into actions rather than simply feeling them and thinking about them, but not acting on them. When we put our angry thoughts into actions, that can be very detrimental to our children. And we have to be on guard all the time because I've seen parents and they're susceptible out in the street and their child will do something they're uh, upset about and they'll start screaming at the child. And that all always at different degrees. They can really start shouting or that they can scold very quietly. But it's still, it's still scolding and it's going to make the child feel it's done something wrong. And also it's humiliating for a child to feel as scolded in public. I mean, it's aware of how other people may think about what's happening between that child and a mother or a father. And so it's very, but we can lose it easily because when we're taking a child out and we're going shopping and we've been through the supermarket and the child's been crying, crying, can't can't stop and we might try to console the child, but it doesn't help very much. Sure, you're going to feel like screaming or admonishing the child, but it's not going to help. The best thing to do is take the child out of the supermarket and talk to the child and then, if possible, go back in again. So it's very hard to be a parent. And we have so much stresses in life in uh, and, and, and all different sorts. We don't have enough money sometimes to, uh, to exist, on, even on two incomes. We have the political situations we're facing in this country right now. And that's in our face all the time. So it's very hard to exist on your own, let alone being a couple, uh, and facing all the difficulties it is that you have in raising children. And also existing with each other in the same way because stress brings on anger and hostility if you let it. And we really have to be watchful of that. And if you can, help yourself. Get for, get help. You don't want to leave this as a legacy for your children. I want to add one more thing about a child being scolded in public. Shame is a terrible feeling. And we all have it for one reason or other. But when we're scolded in public, it's as if the whole world is looking at you and judging you. You do not want your child to take on the responsibilities of feeling that, like it's your fault. That could take years and years and years of therapy to undo, but there is something that you can do about it right now. So, what can you do about these two, these things to avoid them? Well, first of all, one of the most important things that you can do is ask your child how they experience you when you're fighting. You want to get them to know how they experience it, meaning how are they interpreting that? Are they thinking it's you you and uh, uh, dad or you and your partner are going to break up? Is that what they think? Is that what they fear? Because then you can reassure them that parents have fights all the time and that's not going to lead to you leaving them. But they don't understand that so you need to have them express it. Yes, it seems like you and dad are going to leave me. You're going to be so upset. You want to reassure them that that's not going to happen. And by doing so, to assure them that this is going to be a safe place for them. A home should be a safe place. And, and please encourage them to speak to you if they're upset about something rather than not say anything because you want to know, and you have to mean that. And also you have to mean that you're going to change your behavior. You can say something like, I, I don't want to be this kind of parent with you, because ironically that's the same kind of uh, behavior that my parents demonstrated with me. And I don't want to be like that, I want to change. So in summary, we need to look into ourselves for, for our responsibilities in terms of how we behave with our children because it's not going to help thinking that other people do this to their children and not us. So if we can, we can take the onus of responsibility, then we can do something about it. If we don't take responsibility, we're going to think that the problem is external. Everybody else does it but us. Thank you for listening to this episode, number 77. So please download some episodes and um, tune in to us. We'll be here next week. And shoot me an email at marksell at gmail.com if you have any questions. It would be nice to hear from you. Okay, thanks a lot. Goodbye until next week.